Hi everyone, this is Yara Stark. Welcome to an Entrepreneur's Journey podcast. Today on the line I have with me Joanna Martin, or commonly known as Joey. Uh, hi Joey, thanks for being here. It's a pleasure Yara, I'm really, really glad to be on the line with you. <laughs> Good stuff. So uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Joey, you're, you are an Aussie originally, but you tend to like to spend too much time in, in <laughs> London, is that right? Yeah, that's pretty much how it works. I'm from uh, I'm from Tassie originally, and as we're doing this today, I'm sitting down at my mum's place, uh, visiting her, which is really lovely. One of the one of the upsides of the journey, of course, as you know, you get to travel the world and be where you want to be. But we are spending a lot of time over in uh, in the northern hemisphere. We've uh, had our base in London for the last eighteen months, and we're uh, going to be spending quite a bit of time in Europe when we head back for the summer. So. We're following the sunshine. We've kind of got it figured out now. We were spending winter over there. That didn't work. <laughs> Good call. Good call. So uh, I brought Joey on the line where today to talk about a few things. Uh, I'll let her explain what she does and, and uh, what what her, her life purpose is, <laughs> deep and meaningful. But the main reason I'm yes, grabbing absolutely. her... Yes, absolutely. Go, go now. No, no, one second. I'll, just, I'll, keep, I'll keep introducing you uh, just, okay, just yeah. briefly. Let, um, let me know what you want. Joey and I met, uh, I'm trying to think uh, exactly when it was the first time, but we're, we're part of a mastermind group here in Australia of, of people who are, are doing things on the internet. So we've uh, probably met first time through that, and that was um, organized by Andrew and Daryl Grant, who many of my longtime blog readers will know as, as ebook specialists. So I'd say that's how we were, we were brought together. And uh, basically, I really was interested in uh, bringing on Zoe to talk about her recent experience doing an online launch, which is obviously something I focus on with my blog and I teach inside membership site mastermind. And uh, Joey had a chance to go through the program quickly and then and did a did a launch. And we, we had a few chats in person as well when she was visiting in Brisbane. So we've got you on the line today to find out more about that. But before we do that, let's figure out who you are. Uh, Joanna, so uh, what's your background and what, what's your specialty? Yeah, well, I've had, had a yeah. My background and my specialty are probably quite different things. Um, as you know, I started my working life as a medical doctor um, down here in Tassie, and then uh, went off to drama school in a fit of um, of following my heart and deciding that I didn't like medicine anymore. And it was whilst I was at drama school that I actually went along to my first very first personal development seminar. And uh, when I was at that seminar, I was looking up at the guy on the stage and I thought to myself, that's what I want to do because he was this person who had, it seemed to me, the perfect mix of helping people, which is why I think I ended up becoming a doctor, um, and, but it was also performing, telling stories and having an absolute ball, which was you know, the acting side of me. So um, I, I kind of uh, the, the, the birth of a dream, if you like, of, of becoming a, a professional speaker kind of sparked off there. And I went on, built my own little coaching practice in Sydney for a while. And then after a while, I was uh, headhunted and invited by um, a gentleman by the name of Chris Howard to uh, work with them. And that was uh, that was quite a big shift for me. And so I tried teaching education uh, to, I think I got in front of around 45,000 people or something at that time. It was It was absolutely magic. It was a good time. Um, and that kind of, I guess, is really what I do these days. I finished up. You're just breaking up a little a bit, Joey. On the last is what I'm doing is teaching people what. You just I breaking keep, up a little bit. Just a little bit. I keep losing you for a second or two. Uh, I think it's like a little bit of lag. I'm not sure. Um, hmm. if, it's, if it's consistent, uh, just for people who are listening, it was Christopher 
Howard that you, you dropped out when you were mentioning the name. So it was Christopher Howard that you started working with and doing some speaking for. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right. That's right. And so um, during during that time, you know, went to a lot of different countries and uh, and had a you know had a ball. Um, and then when I finished up with them, I had a lot of my old students come to me and ask me to teach them what I had learnt. And one of the key things that I learned how to do um, whilst, you know, whilst doing all of this speaking was how to sell from the platform and how to actually make money from speaking. Because one of the, uh, one of the key distinctions, I think, for a lot of speakers is that they're oftentimes very passionate and very good at the speaking side of it, um, but not necessarily making the sort of money that they want. And then there's another another kind of uh, niche of people who are business owners who have seen uh, speaking as a potential marketing tool for their business. So we started Shift Speaker Training a couple of years back now. And uh, during that period of time, what we've been doing is educating business owners and coaches, speakers and so on in how to actually make money from their passion. Okay, so you're an, you were an actor masquerading as a doctor who then became <laughs> a speaker and then a teacher of how to speak and sell from the stage. Would that be a good synopsis? That would be a very good synopsis. It <laughs> sounds like I have a severe personality disorder of some sort, doesn't it? <laughs> it does a little bit, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there's some sort of need for attention with the desire to help people and who knows what else is going on there. So. <laughs> yeah, let's not go there too much. <laughs> That's my analysis, yeah. So uh, what's interesting about what I like to talk about today is obviously you're used to promoting your products by teaching uh, and basically selling using the method that you teach. So you sell what you sell through the stage. So you're like a, a, a basically a, a practitioner of, of what your training is and that's how you get a lot of your customers. Would that be correct to say? Yeah, absolutely. Like I've, um, I, uh, you know, the, what, the main way that we get a client or, or, or did before we did some work with you was um, was through me speaking at other people's gigs, you know, on other people's platforms and selling my products or services from the stage. So we were, you know, selling some mentoring programs and big packs, that kind of stuff. So I have been um, selling for, for quite some time. In fact, uh, in our first year of business, we went from zero to seven figures in 12 months. So sales was never a problem for me. The internet, however, um, was something that needed some serious wrangling. Mm. So that's, I guess, how we came together, uh, myself and, and Gideon. We were both at this mastermind group, and you know, we, we've uh, focused on the internet. You focus on the stage, so we, we kind of wanted to get into each other's minds to figure out. I want to know more about the stage, and you want to more about the internet. And uh, obviously, we had a few conversations. But for the sake of the people listening to the call, uh, you can you give us a little bit of background of what your web presence was like before you did this launch? Oh, do I have to? Um, okay. <laughs> um, I did have a membership site, but it wasn't converting online at all. So the, what it was, it's like a, I call it a mentoring program rather than a membership site, but, you know, so that the guys on the call understand it. It basically is a membership site. It was um, started off as $47 a month, then we bumped it up to $97 a month, teaching people how to, um, how to, uh, build their business through speaking, basically. So I did have that. It was pretty damn ugly, I have to admit. Um, and I did have a blog, sort of. Like, I did have a blog up on joannamartin.com.au, um, but it was uh, it was really more like a web blog of, you know, uh, with no purpose. Um, there wasn't – it was just, you know, uh, when I – 
when I finished up um, with Christopher Howard, people said, oh, you should start a blog. And so I went, oh, okay, whatever that is. Um, so it was a kind of haphazard thing with no purpose really. Okay. Um, and our list size was probably around about 1,000 people. So, I mean, the good news was, you know, we were running a seven-figure business with a list of only 1,000 because we were doing good offline stuff. But what I wanted to seriously do was increase my list size and and start converting online and that was a real goal for us what's the reason why reason why is because I, I didn't want everything to be about me all the time like unless I showed up at an event I didn't I didn't make money so we wanted to create an online presence which branded me in the marketplace you know for publicity and all of that kind of stuff as well which was important but also because we wanted to create um, at, at least take our first step towards systemized product sales Whereas it wasn't going to, where it wasn't going to take loads of my time to be able to, to be able to do it. Okay, that's that's a pretty common desire, just to try and get some sort of online automated income stream coming, leveraging what you're already good at. That's, yeah, yeah, pretty standard. Okay, so we've got a list of a thousand people, we've got a, a personal blog, and we've got a membership site, which I presume you fed a lot of members into via the the, the speaking from the stage, or was that coming only from online? No, it was only from speaking from stage. Okay. I think we probably had one, maybe two sales in its entire existence at that point that had come by finding me online. And usually the people who find me online are hearing my reputation um, and you know, buying based on reputation, not necessarily based on the strength of the online offering. Does that, does that make sense? Yeah, I understand. It's, it's, your, mm. it's the branding passing on from the real world onto the the uh, yeah. online world yeah okay so what what did you decide you wanted to do to um, increase your online activity what was you know how, how did you make this decision and what did you begin with well one of the first things that we did I remember we're having the conversation with both you and Gideon and we were talking about the blog because I really admire you and your blog and your readership and all of that because I mean I, I look at what you do Yara and I know that you have um like kind of celebrity credibility status online that I had offline. So you were a perfect model for me on how to how to be online, if if you like, you know, how to how to set up a business because there's so many different ways. And we, the the membership sort of model that we had used in the past had been had been with through Andrew and Daryl, but offline there, uh, but their online presence is quite different to what I wanted to create. Mm -hmm. um, so I looked at how you were doing things, how you positioned yourself in your niche, and I thought that that's sort of what I want to do. So one of the first things we decided to do was to create a blog specific to speaker training because I have some other things I want to do with my business uh, down the road, so I'm keeping my Joanna Martin blog uh, separate from speaker training. But we started a um, shift speaker training um, blog uh, specifically with the intention of building up a readership, giving away great free content and getting an online branded presence around that. And that was a really smart thing to do. You know, we, we, um, we got a lot of, uh, as soon as we sort of launched that, we, we started getting a lot of traction and attraction in the marketplace as well. You know, just fo following everything you say to do in, um, in both become a blogger and your membership site mastermind stuff. Okay. So uh, well, what was next? So we got the blog going um, and another, then another tip that we got from you guys was to have like a free report giveaway on the blog and also to create a stir in the marketplace about what was coming. Um, so we, I created my presentation profits 
um, blueprint, which is basically the seven steps to creating a seven-figure income from speaking. And uh, <laughs> if any of your people look at it, they'll think, gee, this looks a little familiar because it's <laughs> uh, it's modeled very – I'm a very good modeler, let's put it that way. Um and uh, and it looks uh, you know I was I was really impressed with your become a blogger roadmap um, and so you know I really just looked at how you did that and and how um, how much information you had in there that that was what really impressed me like so much information very little in the way of sales but you're obviously still making massive income um, from what you do so we you know modeled that quite directly and the blueprint the feedback that we got on the blueprint the number of people that downloaded it was quite astronomical it we during our launch like during the stage of starting the blog and releasing the blueprint and then to opening the doors on our on our product um we i think at least doubled if not tripled um our list size during that period of time and i'm convinced it's because of this blueprint mm. that we we put as part of our funnel let me ask you then is it while well, the middle of the story here, how did that happen? Did you have affiliates promoting it or where these new people no. come from? No, this is the thing, Yaro. We were really shy, and I still am a bit, of going out to affiliates with an online launch until such time as we tested the sales letter and tested all of our systems and everything. Mm -hmm. um, so that was purely internally to our list and through social media. So with no affiliates, um, and, and this was what I got most excited about after the launch because we came back to you and said, oh, you know, we did pretty good, you know, doubled our list size and, and, and you know, made, made some money. Um, and you guys went, well, God, imagine what you're going to be able to do when you get some affiliates on board as well. So the only affiliates that promoted it were people who had done some stuff with us before and were okay if they didn't make a maltza, you know what I mean? Because mm -hmm, yep. I wanted to just test internally first. So it was really through social networking and um, and my current list and people just telling each other about it. So you mean Facebook, Twitter? Uh huh. Yeah. And I'd never really, I'd never done much Facebook and Twitter either. But we got to the point where about ten percent of our um, blog visits were coming from no fifteen percent. Sorry, five percent from Twitter and ten percent from Facebook during the launch were coming from that, which was uh, which I was wrapped with because now it's a part of my daily habit. Is a little bit of time on that. Um, and it's really, really worthwhile. I'd never seen how to. I'd never done it before because I didn't see the money making mm. angle. Um, but yeah, it's now just a little part of what I do, and and we've got some systems around it. And, and obviously, the strength of the free report you were giving away carried most of that. Would that be absolutely, yeah. absolutely? People were writing in saying this, and also the, a lot of the free videos. I put up some really solid video content on the blog at that time as well. So that was attracting a lot of, uh, you know, people were telling each other about it and, you know, lots going on there. Um, but the, the blueprint, the free report was really one of the strongest, um, the strongest things. Okay. So let me just to set the stage here, so we're not, no pun intended, um, to get this clear. <laughs> we, well, you had, before you even did a launch, you'd had a presence online in the form of a personal blog, a membership site that was getting members from offline marketing, selling from the stage. And uh, presuming you, you must have started ready with Facebook and Twitter by, at that point, but you weren't really proactively using them as marketing tools. Then you decide yeah. we're going to do a launch. You write a, a, a free report, a blueprint. You, you model the same formula we used on the, the roadmap to become a blogger. You then send an email to your existing list, I presume, saying, hey, we've got this free report. Check it out and please mm -hmm. share it with your audience. You go mm -hmm. to Twitter and say the same thing and you go to Facebook and say the same thing and then just let everyone spread it for a few days and then did you start start um, sending more content out or what was the next stage of this launch process? 
Yeah, we did. Um, uh, so, so we start. It was probably a three-week process. The launch. Okay. And um, the first thing I told them about uh, before before we opened on the blueprint, we what it was sort of like two phases, I guess. The first sort of uh, I think two weeks was wow, we've just launched, we've just started the shift speaker training blog. Go check it out for free content. So I emailed my list about that. Said go check out this great video. Go check out this audio. Go check out this article that I've just written. And so that got people going to the blog and commenting and some interaction around that. And I started saying something exciting's coming in about a fortnight's time. You know, um, I'm working on it, putting the finishing touches on it. You guys are going to love it. Then seven days from launch of of the product, so. You know, we, we, we was like T minus 21, T minus 15. You know, it was how we were doing it internally. It was kind of fun. Um, so seven days before we opened the doors on the actual sale, that's when we launched the blueprint. So it was only in the marketplace really for seven days. Um, but people were like, wow, this is such good value, such good content. Um, and again, the downloads of that really boosted our list size quite considerably. Um, and then, so that was live for seven days. And then uh, at the, you know, at, at T equals zero, that's when we opened the doors on our membership, but we packaged it up in a different way based upon the advice that you and Gideon had given us. Does that make sense? That does. So it's sort of like a pre-pre-launch and then a pre-launch. Well, the pre-pre-launch is where you tell people about your blog and, and basically you're, you're getting more active online. And mm, then mm. you're then you're going into pre-launch, releasing the report, and then seven days later you're you're opening your product and selling it. So let's talk about yep. that phase too. You, I'm assuming the, throughout this time you're obviously peppering people with emails, keeping the excitement going, like you said, uh, doing a countdown. So you you already knew what your product was going to be, how much you were going to charge. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. Um, we knew that we were. Um, basically, this uh, you know another the reason we did the launch was because we were rebranding our membership, making it you know all in our new kind of branding and stuff, and we just wanted an excuse to make something big about it really. Um, so so we it was the the membership that we'd been sort of um, uh, doing a bit with over the last twelve months. We just rebadged it and rebranded it, um, but we packaged it up and sold it. Um, as a lifetime membership um, at, and there was a paid in full price for a lifetime membership or um, you know three three payments over over three months rather than just join and pay ninety seven dollars a month and that was some feedback that I got from you guys saying that you've tested that um, you know people if, you, if people are usually around uh, will stick around for for between three and six months is the toughest time to keep them stuck and so if if People say, you know, people are looking to drop out in that period of time. We say, well, you've only, you know, two more, two more payments, and then you've got it forever, and you can come back to it forever. So that kind of thinking about lifetime sort of access, that's that's where we went to with it. So these days, people can still join the membership because I didn't. I, I know you guys only open doors for, you know, seven days and then or five days or whatever, and close them again. I didn't really want to go to that. Um, I wanted to still be able to have my membership available. So my ninety-seven dollar a month. Um, for as long as you remember, is still always available. But we did a launch around, and we made the big deal, you get lifetime access 
for the for you know for ten mm. months worth of membership. And did basically. they get the content up front as well, as opposed to like monthly or something that that way? Or yes, yeah. yes, they did. So they got if they paid in full up front, they got access to all of the content up front. If they opted for the three payments, we gave them in the pay, the the access to the content in like three chunks, basically. And this is obviously a course on how to sell from the stage, right? That's the yeah, how yeah. to how to basically how do you speaking to grow your business? So okay. um so we talk about selling from stage, but we also talk about things like filling rooms, um because that's you know that's not necessarily closing from stage, but you still got to have people in the room to sell to. Um, we talk about elegant business models and how a bit about information marketing and things. Predominantly, okay. I'd say fifty percent speaking and fifty percent business skills is what it is. Okay, great. So uh, tell us a bit more about the, the conclusion of this launch. So you've got a product. You know, what, what was the two different prices for those, uh, those the upfront um, and the three monthly ones? We had uh, the upfront was 997 so $997. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had, I think it was like three. We, we usually add 10% and then divide by three. Okay. So whatever that worked out at, you know, yeah. about around 400 and something probably. Yeah. Um, so three payments of 400 and something. Um, and we also packed in some some other bonuses that people would not have got, um, you know, just by buying by buying the monthly, you know, ninety seven dollar yes. a month thing. Okay. Um. So we we bundled it up. It was a pretty compelling offer. And and obviously you needed to have a sales page for this as well. Did you create that yourself or? Yeah, but you know what I did for this one? I didn't. I, I looked at what I was good at, and I'm good at speaking. So instead of having like a long copy sales letter on this one, because that I can write long copy sales letters. I've educated myself in copywriting and highly recommend that, you know, everyone do that because it is just such an important skill. But instead of doing that for this one, I just did a video only sales letter. So basically it was a video with a button next to it saying add to cart, you know, the um, belcher button type thing next to it saying add to cart. And um, and the whole thing was just a video. So it was like a, a screen capture that I did on PowerPoint and a few shots of me um, just doing it as though I were on stage doing what I do really well. And that was a big lesson for me because I knew that, like, if I'd sat down and written a long copy sales letter, that probably would have taken me, I don't know, maybe 10 to 15 hours worth of work to yeah. get that right. Um Whereas to do a video, like to put together, a, it was a 20-minute sales video. To do that, uh, actually because I had an audio mess up, it actually did take me probably around 10 <laughs> hours. Because um, I had to redo it twice, which I really didn't want to have to do. Um, but had I, that not happened, it probably would have been a two- to three-hour job because it's, it's my skill set already. Um, and people also have a relationship with me. And then we just got that up on the site and the video sold the product. Mm-hmm. So that, that was great. Which, to be honest, is how a lot of internet marketers are currently using uh, their, their sales pages. Are you doing video? So you've got Frank Curran yeah. doing it, Evan Pagan's doing it. Um, right now, as we record this, Andy Jenkins is doing it for a video program of his. So it's, it seems to be, uh, you know, everyone agrees with you, Joanna. It's just, just so much easier to do video and quicker and often uh, more personable too that way. So there's definitely a shift going to that direction. You just happen to be following it. <laughs> so... <laughs> I think that the, for me it was it was a cop out, but um, but perhaps I was riding the wave. I didn't even know I, yeah. I was doing. <laughs> okay, so you you've sent some emails out to your people. You've you've doubled the size of your list from you know somewhere between one thousand fifteen hundred to three thousand. You've opened the doors, told people to go to your sales video. They've watched it. How many people 
like how many people joined and, and how much money do you mind telling or whatever you feel like revealing yeah no not at all not at all i was really really wrapped at this because we were we looked at the video and you know we had google um whatever that thing is that tracks analytics. i don't know the technical <laughs> stuff i yes. have someone else do that yes google analytics and it was really interesting because um you know only a handful of people watched the video the whole way through and so only a handful of people really had their heads around what it was they're actually purchasing but um but or, you know, we, we were converting of people that actually went to that sales page and people that then bought, and it was a while back now, Yarrow, but I think it was around about 25 to 30% of people who went to that page bought. Um, and probably of those, you know, only four or five actually watched the video the whole way through. So that was, that was a, a, um, a good lesson um, for us. And, but, but what I realized was because of the strength of the hype that we caused before, they didn't really care. They just were like, whatever it is i want it because i've got the relationship so that was really um that was really powerful and what we did just to our own list without any other affiliates or what have you um we we made greg's just give me the numbers here we made um more than 61,000 Aussie dollars on that. Um, we were making sales in both Australia and the UK, but the conversions and stuff, we say about $61,000 worth of sales um, and we pretty much tripled our list size. So uh, it was a really, really great outcome for us. We were really wrapped. Yeah, it is pretty impressive. I mean, obviously everyone loves to make millions, but considering you're starting with a list of 1,000 people and you weren't using really any significant affiliates, uh, that's an incredible return on investment. Um, I couldn't do that right now. <laughs> I don't think I could <laughs> with the size of, you know, with a thousand people. So I'm, I'm very impressed with that. So you know, the mind boggles if you had 10 times the amount of people on your list there, which is not unrealistic to go from, you know, 50, from 1,500 to 15,000 subscribers is not that hard. And if that mm -hmm. does the same to your, your eventual profits, you know, we're talking about half a million dollars from one launch. So that's pretty impressive. Mm -hmm. So it'd be great. And that's, I think that was the big thing for us as we came out of it is we realized that because because I have to be honest, product launch in inverted commas for me was like one of those things that other big Internet marketers do, not not me who has no clue. So having you and Gideon there just to kind of hold our hand um, to make it to realize that it's not a big deal. There's not like some. I mean, there's definitely a science to it, but it's not like you must send audio on day three and you must send a video and it must look like this on day seven or any. It's just here's the phases you're going through and, you know, do it with the right intention and offer value every step of the way and you will get a result. For us, that's what we learned and we tested all of our systems. It brought our team together really profoundly as well, like, you know, because we were doing this in the UK and my techie was over here in Australia and just all having that project that we were working towards, it really aligned us as a team. So the other benefits, other than, yeah, look, 61K in the bank's really nice, but it tested our systems, it brought our team together, and now we've consolidated and got to a point now where because of this and because of now having a branded blog out in the marketplace, having loads of free content out in the marketplace that's SEO optimised and stuff, um, which I would never have had any. That again was a, a word that to me was beyond the comp my comprehension. But now I know what that means from looking, at, you know, watching your videos on how to SEO optimize a video on YouTube and stuff like that. It's not a big deal. That that's what I got. None of this is a big deal, and it's just one foot in front of the other, um, and then you get a result. And now for us, 
Um, this year, our goal, because of having had this experience with the product launch, this year our goal is to get our business to the point where my online product sales match my speaking income. So we're looking to, you know, we, we do seven figures a year fairly easily with my um, uh, with my speaking and, you know, we have a great life and don't do a whole lot of work. Um, so we're wanting to now, because of the foundations we laid with this, we're now looking to to match that with our online sales and affiliates and doing all of that kind of stuff. And I think, to be perfectly honest, I don't think it's going to be that hard because of what we learned during the process. Mm. And I, I know it'll probably take a lot of a, a burden off you for necessarily saying yes to certain events you wouldn't necessarily want to speak at. And um, Would that be a motivation? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's the thing. I mean, my partner Greg and I um, – you know, this might be verging on too much information for your listeners who don't know me, but we're, um, you know, we're looking to start a family in the next, uh, in the next sort of 12 to 24 months. And uh, while, you know, while we, while as a speaker, because just because of the figures that you're doing from stage, I mean, everyone probably listening in has been along to at least one seminar or something, and people are selling stuff for two to five thousand dollars all the time from stage. It's it's pretty easy to make money doing what I do if you've got the right structure and system. But still, I'm the one who has to be showing up and be on, on stage. And if I've got a little whippersnapper kicking around, I want to have choice on that. You know, I want to be able to um, to choose the events that we want to speak at, maybe just do our own events and not have to speak at other, on other people's platforms if we don't want to. And, uh, and then, you know, if we've got that income uh, matched, then uh, if, if I don't speak, then our, our lifestyle doesn't go down. We can still have the great lifestyle we have. Um, without uh, without necessarily having to you know uh, travel and work if I don't want to. Okay, awesome. It's a great motivation. Uh, and, yeah. You know, building a family. I didn't know about that, so that's cool. Looking, yeah, looking it's pretty exciting. <laughs> can, can, <laughs> let's wrap up the call, Joanna. I'd be curious to get your opinion and your your feedback for anyone listening to the call who are like you were, especially with the small list size, that's I think the majority of people out there either have no list or you know 500,000, something like that on their list. Maybe point out what you think are, I don't know, top three uh, elements of what you did to, to get such a good conversion rate out of such a small list. And, uh, you know, and especially because you did without affiliates, which for a lot of people finding good affiliates is quite challenging too. So cause yeah. there's a lot of... Um, a lot of similarity there, a lot of rapport. I think people will be have um, being in 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 the shoes you used to be in not too long ago, and for them, you know, making fifty thousand dollars from one launch would probably be potentially one or two things they have to do in a year, and that's all they would do. So that's mm. that's a great outcome, and uh, you know, so top three things. What what's your your opinion? Okay, top three things. I think the number one thing that worked really well for us is we went into it with the intention. Is intention. I think it's 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 getting clear on what your intention is for it. For us, we went into this with the intention of let's deliver incredible value to the marketplace, and if we make some money out of that, fantastic. Um, because in the past, you know, a lot of people will tell you you've got to hold back your best staff or any, you know, um, don't share everything because then what are they paying for? That kind of message has been in the marketplace in the past. And what you really, what I really got from you, Yaro is that just give give away your best stuff so that people know who you are and they're still gonna they're still gonna buy. That motivated our whole reason for doing it and also knowing that we're doing this product launch for the purposes of learning how to do a product launch. We weren't attached to having to make millions from it. 
we just wanted to go through the process and see what was involved. And I think because of that intention, we were a lot freer. We had some fun as we were doing it and there was no neediness or desperateness around it, if that makes sense. Mm, I think, I think the clarity of intention is important. And if, gosh, if there's people on the line who've never done one and are anything like me thinking it's something that other big internet marketers do or whatever, it's not. It's just a case of, you know, you create a buzz and then you make an offer. That's really what it was. Um, so so that, that, was, that was definitely the number one is intention, getting clear on what it, why you want to do it. And I always say this to my, my, uh, my clients, you do the first one, they have the first one done, so you get on to the second, the third, the fourth, and the fifth. Um, and uh, so that was really, for us, it was a, a fun experiment with an intention of making some money, but it wasn't our primary intention. And that helped, I think. Um, the second top thing that probably made a real difference for us was being really active during that period of time um, on the blog and in the social networking and whatever, getting in there, responding to people's comments and like just the two-way conversation thing, again, something that you guys taught me, which I didn't have my head around in the past. Creating that two-way conversation with people um, didn't last just during the product launch, but that feeling of relationship that it developed has extended on beyond that um, and is really a key and crucial one of our defining brands in the in our offline um, in our offline market now. Like people really re- know who I am and have oftentimes had a little Facebook conversation or something with me in the past, and that that builds your whole business. So I think that two way conversation was a vital uh, a vital thing which I'd never engaged in before, mm-hmm. but definitely was why we did so well. <clears throat> And probably the third thing was the price point we picked. Um, I know when I told you and Gideon that I was going to be, um, you know, that I was selling uh, selling it at um, at a grand, um, both of you went, oh, okay, because um, it's probably a bit more than what you normally price things at to your marketplace. Certainly for the first um, launch. <laughs> so. Yeah, certainly for the first launch, exactly. But for me, that was kind of cheap compared to what I sell stuff from from stage. So... I had a um, – because I was making a decision in a vacuum, I just went with, oh, oh, well, we'll do a grand. And we only had to sell, you know, 60 of the things to, to make 60 grand. Whereas if you're selling something for 197 bucks or 297 bucks, well, then you need to sell a whole, a whole lot more of them to, to do that. And I think once people have got – certainly my experience was once people have got that relationship with you, they're – um, in my marketplace, and this is going to be niche dependent, of mm, course, of course yeah. but I'm in the how to make money niche. And so in my niche, there's not a big difference between a $600 price point and a $1,500 price point. Like if people are spending, if people are spending money and they know they can see the return on investment and it's guaranteed, like it was, you know, I guaranteed stuff. Um, then, uh, you know, then if they're making a buying decision, they're making a buying decision. And that's kind of how I think about um, sales as well. It's like it's just as easy for me to close $47 a month as it is for me to close um, my high-end mentoring program at $19,000. Like it's just as much work. So I went for probably something which, because of my naivety about online launches, was probably a little high but it meant that we were able to, um, you know, we still did, we still did really well, um, and I got to feel good because those who couldn't afford it had, 
got some great value and have since been able to do other things with us um, afterwards because they joined the list. So they'd probably be my three things, I reckon. Intention, um, uh, you know, that two-way relationship and giving loads of value, and then, uh, you know, my uh, my naively inflated price point. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's, I think it's definitely worth reiterating that the pricing point really is based on what value you're going to return to the market. So something like what you do, if someone gets a great result selling from the stage, they can return hundreds of thousands to even millions of dollars from their first go at this. So yeah. it's quite easy to justify a $1,000 pricing point for a product. But if you're teaching someone maybe how to knit, um, yeah. you know, the, 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 the grannies may not be willing to spend a thousand dollars. So it really is niche dependent, but no, geez, you, it's a great point. And really it's taken me uh, several years probably to reach the point where I felt comfortable charging that kind of money. And, and that, that was purely, a, I think a constraint in my mindset, you know, I could have mm. charged that a lot earlier and it makes, it does make a really big bottom line difference when you're charging more. And I, I tell my students nowadays, you, you can charge more than you think you can charge. Uh, that's almost always the case. So don't be afraid. Yeah. And, you know, there's nothing better than actually charging a lot and then dropping the price if it doesn't work because that, you know, th that's something that looks good as opposed to charging a little and then increasing it a lot, which, you know, you might look bad. So, you know, you, you can play mm. with this and test different things. So, Absolutely. And I think that's, I mean, you know, I, I agree with you there. I always say to my guys, you will always be charging more than you feel comfortable with, and that's a good thing because your marketplace will always see more value in you than you see in yourself because you're inside your head with your, I call it fruit salad, like, you know, the mess, the little voices and all of the stuff that says, oh, you're not worth that or you shouldn't charge this or whatever. Like I'm in my head looking out through my eyes with that conversation going in on my head all the time, but my marketplace and my clients look at me and they see, you know, they see the – the woman who um, who's confident and you know uh, can can make a, a million dollars in a weekend and all of that stuff and all of that is true, but they don't know you know how hard it is for me to get out in the bed in, out of bed in the morning some days because I just hate being out of bed and you know <laughs> that kind of stuff. That that we're all inside our own heads with our own fruit salad, but your clients don't see that. They see you as the valuable person that you are. So I always think if you're charging a little bit more than you're comfortable with all the time, then you're, you've still got your feet firmly on the ground and you're not believing your own bullshit, and I think that's important. Um, but also you're honouring your clients because I think the more they pay for, for what it is that you do, the more value they will get from it because paying money motivates people to do something. Exactly. And that's a hard one to get through people's heads sometimes. You've got to have suffering of the loss of money to motivate you to take an action. It's... Uh... It's cruel but true. <laughs> so. It is. It is. I wish there was another way, but unfortunately there's not. You know, hands down, my $19,000 clients always make more money than my people who've spent $97 to come to one seminar. Yeah. All right. Well, it's just started to rain like a monsoon here in, in Brisbane, so uh, to make sure <laughs> I don't get blown away, I better wrap up this call here, here Joey. So uh, first thing, where can we find out more about you if, if people are interested in what you do? Well, listen, what, uh, maybe people should go check out my blueprint. That would probably be a really good place to start and have a look at what it is I do and how I do it. So if they go to um, shiftspeakertraining.com slash blueprint, they can, uh, they can grab that blueprint there and uh, take them through what I do and how I do it and see if it's for them. Awesome. Sounds good. So shiftspeakertraining.com forward slash blueprint. That's the uh, mm -hmm. address. Great. 
thanks for joining me, uh, Joey. It was good to speak to you, and I, I really appreciate your insight into you know how your first launch went. I really like the people listening to this. If you have a small list, if you uh, you know not afraid of doing a product launch for some silly reason, uh, you're afraid of charging too little. There's all kinds of great takeaways here. It's just a process you can go through, and even if you have a small list, it's worth doing it. Like you said, have the intention just to have the experience and get a result so you know better for next time. And that, that, that alone can be make it worthwhile. So uh, hopefully everyone listening out there, you have more, more chutzpah now to go do your own launch. So uh, <laughs> good luck with that. Um, I'm Yaro. Thanks for listening. And I'll catch you again on another call. And thanks, Joey. We'll speak to you soon. Thanks, Yaro. Bye.